Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Where we go at 4 o'clock. Welcome back to Gwen and Chris. Chris Hello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace studios here in San Diego, California, as we uh, sail towards 6 o'clock. On this Wednesday afternoon, late evening, uh, we got some Chris versus the fans coming up. Opportunity for you to win a grand prize, which Scraby will tell you about in just a moment. Before we get to that, though, uh, Brandon Staley was asked today, straight up, if he ever felt his job was in danger as head coach of the Chargers. Staley responded bluntly, no. Uh, I have a lot of confidence in how we do things here. Well, you're the only one. Uh, he said, uh, "Everything, uh, everybody that's been around me on a day-to-day basis knows that I was aware of the speculation but not worried about it. Chargers, of course, fired their offensive coordinator. And passed. Clearly, that was the problem. Like, that the was offense, clearly the problem. The offense struggled. The game. offensive coordinator who opened a 27 nothing lead for them, despite the fact that the coach wasted the services of their star-wide receiver, Mike Williams, by having him play in a meaningless game the week before. <laughs> And all of the other problems. I will give Brandon Staley credit for one comment he made today. He was asked why when Joey Bosa slammed his helmet on the ground. (laughs) Did they ask him why he handed it back to him? Why did he pick it up? And Brandon Staley deadpanned because it was on the ground in front of him. (laughs) Good answer. Good answer. He said, I saw a player that was having a tough moment, and he slammed it down again, and I picked it up again, and I gave it to him. The culture of our team is as strong as it ever has been since I've been Wait, here. Wait, he slammed it down. I didn't see him pick it up. He picked it up again. I didn't see him pick it up again. Like the second time. Yeah. Interesting. Well, anyway, so Chargers fans, those of you who are left out there uh, here in the San Diego area. Does, does that mean good that? Good luck to you. If he's doing an exit press conference, does that mean he's? He's no, every team fired? has an exit. They haven't time. announced that, right? Nah, I think it was. I I read somewhere that it is expected that he's returning. So, no, he's returning. Yeah, yeah. They've they're, said they're that. Not, yeah, they've said everything but that. I mean, I know it's, it's just very. Of course, strange you never haven't... can put it. The other thing that they uh, it was actually a story in the paper today by the from the L.A. Times that I read. 
said he's coming back, and also said Tom Telesco, who is like 10 games under 500 in 11 years, is coming back as general manager. So well, listen, it, it, it doesn't I have, surprise I have, anybody. Uh, it doesn't. We talked about it during the year. Like, it's probably too early Regardless of what happens this year, it's only what his second year, full second full season, second full season. So you get another year. But Telesco, is it too early to can this guy? I, I don't mean, think it's too early, but in this case, he the roster that they have assembled is it seems a, a like good it's roster. Good. So it doesn't work out. It, too it, well, you're gonna though. need some. Uh, may, you listen, need a may, coach. Maybe he, it's, and he's the maybe, guy who hires the coach. Yeah, maybe it is the offensive coordinator. I don't know. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it is. I don't know. All right, Scraby, tell us about the grand prize. You read this so well yesterday that I wanted to give you. Yeah, you know, you should have another crack at give this. Give you the. Okay, uh, no make, problem. Make you're, you the, you're, uh, you're nails on this. If you uh, win Chris versus the fans, you will win a qualification for the grand prize. Two tickets to Sebastian Maniscalco at the Encore Theater and a one night stay at Wynn Las Vegas. Following 19 sold out shows in 2022 and his brand new Netflix special titled Is It Me? Comedian Sebastian Maniscalco is set to return to the iconic Encore Theater at Wynn Las Vegas with his brand new residency on March 3rd and 4th, May 27th and 28th. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster. That was that was phenomenal. Com. Thank that was you. phenomenal. Thank you guys. I I, I can read. That's one well. Of the things we'll I see because you you didn't get as well through the rules of the game that you've been reading for the last four years. So. Well, what was there was a major distraction at the time. I, I, you know, somebody walked by. I think was your distraction. I think the wind blew. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's do it. Let's play some uh, Chris versus Fair. If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself, howdy do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know Jen for Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan. All right, the rules. You have to make it through three questions. Each question is going to get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get the question wrong and Chris gets it right, you're eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or you win. Much we, better. We Thank you. We had a really good player yesterday. First player went through the first three questions. Bob Hayes was an answer at one point. So, Who? Yes, I thought you said Bomb Hayes. No, Bob Hayes. Oh, okay. Bob Hayes. I don't know who Bomb Somebody Hayes was is. giving me uh, a hard time about the Gwen and, or the Gwen versus the fans that you guys weren't here for, how much of a debacle. <laughs> oh, I, I heard that too. I did. I did. I got a couple DMs. Yeah, no, yeah, it didn't go that great. Why was it a debacle? Did you just well, get you, a question? You had wrong? Sam reading answers. It was <laughs> giving, you know, giving people passes. It was uh The it execution was, was Yeah, that's uh, what it was. The execution wasn't quite right. I've been using this word a lot lately. Lackluster. From what I hear. From what I hear. You have used that quite often lately. Well, yes. The, the the Padres pen pal from last week put it in my head when he called Lack AJ Preller's offseason lackluster. Right. That's right. All right, let's get to our first contestant of the day. Jake, welcome to the show. Jake. Hello. Hey, Hello, Jake. Jake. You ready yeah. to roll? Here we go. Which of the five major sports leagues in the United States did not regularly Use a time clock until 2023. Five major sports. Um, hockey. Hockey is the answer. Unfortunately, no. Are you going for baseball? I hope. 
trying to figure you out, Scraby. <sighs> sorry, I'm Jake. I'm sorry, Jake. The pitch clock will be introduced yeah. in 2023. That's right. So the question is actually asked correct. I feel bad for Jake. Yeah, that, Jake. that, that, that be like, it's, I guess it's a one. It's a number one. Yeah, because yeah. if you go through and you say, okay, well, NFL had a clock, NBA had a clock, NHL had a clock, MLS had a clock, baseball has to be baseball. Good job, Scraby. That's how you play the game. you got to get into my mind. Mm. Yeah, well, that's luck, not guys. easy to do. <laughs> Good luck. And let me also tell all of you out there Scary. that if you do get into his mind, there's no way out. No <laughs> it's way a trap. out. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. Let's go to our next contestant. Toby, Toby, welcome to the show. Happy hump day. Uh-oh. Hey, how you guys doing? We Toby's right good. Toby. Look out. Here we go, Toby. First question. Ooh, this is a, this is a good one, Scrape. This is a, this is a uh, I guess a multiple choice. Oh, yeah. Who finished their career with more interceptions? Dion Prime Time Sanders, Ed Reed, or Troy Palomalu? I'm going to go with Ed Reed. You, my friend, are correct. The ball, good, Toby. the ball hawk is yeah, what I believe they call him. Tough question, though, yeah. Scraby. Anytime 64. You throw, anytime you throw Dion in there next to it, it's, that's a, 64. That's a yeah, lot. That yeah, is a it lot. Is. The all-time record, I believe, is still held by an old Minnesota Vikings safety named Paul Krause. I believe he's in 88. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Just giving him the ball. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> giving him the ball. <laughs> Here we go, Toby. Next question. What active NFL running back won the Heisman Trophy out of Alabama in 2009? Mark Ingram. Ooh, as Chris Berman used to say, Mark Ingram. Yeah. God, you guys can't let Toby play anymore. I mean, Toby's too good. We're going to have to do way too good. Toby versus the fans here pretty soon. Question number three. He is good. Ooh, Scraby got in his bag on this one a little bit. Who was the first player to have a thousand yards rushing and a thousand yards receiving in a single season? Man, I wanna I wanna say LT. LT Ladanian Tomlinson. Stay there, he did Toby. it, I believe. This is a very self-serving question for Matt Scraby. It is. It's not at all. Because it's an all-time great 49er who did it. Roger Craig. Sorry about Sorry, that, Toby. Roger. You're good, though. I tell Toby, you what. you're good. Yeah, you are good, Toby. He's Ro- good. Roger Craig, Roger Craig was ran as hard. He, he Remember how high he picked his he, knees oh up? It almost came up yeah. to his shoulders. He, he, you know, look, thinking, seeing him run in my head. Yeah. The way he ran reminded me a lot of how Marshawn Lynch ran. Like it was just nonstop leg movement. And in Roger Craig, sometimes his knees would get up to your helmet. I've seen his knee take people out many way a times. I was reading the uh, book that Chris got me for my birthday, the San Francisco 49ers encyclopedia, basically, and reading about Roger Craig. He was uh, way before his time. Super. Way before his time. Yeah, he was a running back that could step right in today and play for any team. Yeah. Yeah. And be an all-purpose, very high fantasy football round draft choice. I bet there are a lot of running backs that played during that time that wish they were playing in this time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I'm sure. it's just it's a different ball game, right? And they get paid a lot more. That too. All right, let's go to our next contestant, Anthony. Welcome to the show, Anthony. Happy Hump Day. Good afternoon, guys. Good afternoon. afternoon. To Here you. we go. First question. 
uh, one that San Diegans will remember well. What active New York Met holds the record for most home runs as a rookie? New York Met, you said? New York Met. The rookie. Uh, I'm spacing out on this. Uh, mm, sorry, right. sorry. Stay there, though. Stay there, though. Hello? What? Chance New York still. Met. Yeah. New York Met. Metropolitan, as you would like to Holds call them. Holds the record for most home runs. Oh, as a re- oh yeah, okay. Pete Alonzo. I, I got confused. I don't know. Is it Pete Alonzo? It is Pete Alonzo. You confused me by saying the Padre thing. I thought it was like a Padre player or something. No. No, no but Padre fans. Right, were, Padre fans remember that. Yeah, yes. they were They okay. were all over that him. That threw me off. That yeah, they were. And they were taking the back of Chris Paddock. That's right. How did that end up? Yeah, well, don't get don't be critical of Chris Paddock. I'm guy. not saying after the about... guy leaves town, I hope he comes back here. I'm not as saying... a sheriff and looks you up. I, I didn't say anything about Chris Paddock. As a sheriff and looks you up. Let's I'm go, just saying. I'm just saying. Let's go to our next contestant, yeah, Miguel. Welcome to the show, Miguel. Happy Hump Day. How's it going? It's going Good. well, my man. Here we go. First question. Joe Cooburo started his college career at what? College. Uh, LSU. LSU, Louisiana State University. Oh, that unfortunately, is it's kind of a trick question. It is a bit of a trick question. Started at Ohio State. The Ohio State is correct. Man. Was Saban there when he was there? Or was he already gone? Not Saban. Not Saban. Was uh, what's the other one's name? Uh, the guy. Oh, Urban Meyer. Was Urban oh. was Urban there when he? When he... <laughs> well, he was at USC. Or Tony, it's due LSU, for a Tony. I mean. We're due for a yeah, Tony we are. Ed Orgeron imitation. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't heard one in a while. Uh, oh, was Ur- was Urban? I thought Meyer you were going to do one. No, I can't. Old Ed Orgeron. I can't remember what his what his name was. <laughs> uh, was he? Was Urban Meyer there when when Burrow was recruited to? I'm looking. Ohio I'm looking. State? I'm trying to figure out if they were to. They, their timelines cross paths, but I'm not. It's not it that serious. We don't, we don't need to do it. Let's go to our next contestant, Gavin. Gavin, welcome to the show. How are you, Gavin? There he is. I'm all right. What's up, guys? We not are much. well. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Yeah. Gavin, can you turn your radio down for me a little bit? You got it. Sorry. Oh, here we go. First question. Which team? Won the most Super Bowls in the 1970s. Don't miss this because L.O.'s not going to miss it. Pittsburgh Steelers. Wow. Got it. The Steel Curtain. Wow. On after, the... after the 1973 season, which team had the most? Dolphins? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the only claim to fame we have. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Question number two. What country does Luka Doncic call home? Oh, no. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Slovenia. Ah, wow. Slovenia. That was a great get right there. That is. All right. You're nice into the job, final round here. Gavin. Chance to qualify for that great trip. I don't think I would have got that one. You didn't know where he's from? Not really. Oh no. Okay. Here Sorry. we go. Did he see? Does he know where I'm from? All right. I then. guess he could probably guess. I mean, <laughs> he'd just be like, "I think you're from the United States." 
Oh, wow. You got some good ones in this last. Question threes oh. are the easiest. Who is the only National League player to win NL MVP in his first season in the National League? Ooh. I had a Christian song weird over there. Chris has had to good one. shake the chills out right one. there. I am going to shoot a shot and say Barry Bonds. That's a Barry. that's that's pretty strong um, guess. Oh, stay there, incorrect, though, Gavin. I'm assuming it's somebody from the American. Oh, it's because he only played in the National. Yeah, League. yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah. So I'm, um, you know, and, and I don't know. Um, <laughs> Frank Robinson went from the National League to the American League, so that would not be the answer. And that's the only guy that popped into my head. I'm sure it's somebody much more recent than. How about National League? Yep, I'll say Mark McGuire coming from Oakland to St. Louis. I was ready for Chris to get this. I was, too. Incorrect. Gavin, you are the Gavin, winner. Stay there. Nice Gavin, work. you got it. Way to go. All I'll take you back to Dodgers Stadium. He walks in as a pinch hitter in game one of oh, the World Kirk Series, Gibson. Mr. Kirk yeah, Gibson. There you go. Okay, very good. It's gravy. I, dude, those <laughs> That's are the, a great question. Those are the question number three. Yeah, that's true. Question three was on point today. Question man. threes are the easiest to write. It, you, you've said that twice now, but... I don't recall being impressed with any of your question threes until today. Oh, is that right? <laughs> you don't recall. My question threes have been great. They were today. Question ones? One. Gavin, hang on the line. Scrape, we'll get to you in a second. We need to boogie here, right? we got to get to break. Is yes, it, we need is to it boogie. My, is it my turn to get us a break or is it Chris's? I think it's Chris's. I think it's mine, so let's go check some traffic. <laughs> Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. All vibes as we uh, roll into 423. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Sello, Matt Scraby. 
The 49ers uh, QB situation has become uh, rather interesting. You know, they were ready to all but they were. I mean, they had basically told us they were moving on from Jimmy Garoppolo coming into this or going into the this past off season, and that he would be traded. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo had shoulder surgery, so that ended up putting a kibosh on that. They keep Jimmy. Jimmy becomes the starting quarterback after week two, in which Trey Lance was he broke his leg. Uh, his ankle broke he, his ankle compound fracture. Oh, you know what? Injury prone. I hope injury prone. I hope he doesn't see Carl's Correa's doctor. Oh yeah, you that's know, true. He, you know they may he, he won't may, pass the physical. He won't never pass, pass the physical. The physical. Uh, all of a sudden, we we talked about Brock Purdy. Uh, he's had a, a a good enough season. In fact, it's been so good. Now tell me how you sp- say Kim's last Tim's last name. Kawakami. Right? Tim Kawakami of the Athletic. Uh, wrote an article saying why Brock Purdy is the 49ers QBR, QB1 into the future and Trey Lance is QB2. And basically he goes on to say that it's an unspoken truth. It's not being said in the building, but by all accounts, a few quotes in here from some veterans like Trent Williams and Debo Samuels. Uh, there seems to be a, some bubbling that Purdy is the guy moving forward. Now, our resident... 49er fan here has really hedged on this one. He hasn't really said which way <laughs> he wants it to go or which way he thinks it will go, but do you think this is right, Scraby? I, I mean, I, I think that they have to be talking about this. The only thing that I, I, I really want them to pay attention to is that this is a, a good run for him. We haven't seen bad Brock Purdy yet, and who knows what happens if bad Brock Purdy shows up and stays, and then now you got a starting quarterback named Brock Purdy who's not very good. Yeah, how how... How bad is the bad version of Yeah, we don't know. We haven't seen it yet. I mean, we saw it in the first half of the game against the Seahawks last week, and he was overthrowing balls. And But here, here's the thing about the 49ers uh, fan base that I don't understand. Brock Purdy is Jimmy G with more uh, – he, he's he's more – He's elusive. able to, yes, elusive. Thank you, Chris. He's more elusive than Jimmy G. So I don't understand why you love Brock Purdy, but you hate Jimmy G. Um, it doesn't make any sense to me. But I think Trey Lance is going. I want to see him get a shot. I don't want to see him be traded and then just tear it up somewhere else because Brock Purdy had this. Job. <laughs> can I just uh, can I just comment on this? I think anybody south of the city of Fresno doesn't give a big frosty crank who the Forty Nine er quarterback is, and I think you're overreacting. Overreacting? No, I'm just giving. I was going to say. I'm giving you. We, we have a we have a quarterback controversy on our you, hands. I thought you hit a pretty good point there, both of you. That we haven't seen a good, we haven't seen a, a negative Brock Purdy, and obviously to this point, you've got to make him your starting quarterback. But he's either going to win the Super Bowl or he's going to lose a game. Right. There's only two <laughs> ways this is going to. That's end. true. That's true. There's only two ways this is going to end, and if he wins the Super Bowl. It's going to be really hard to take him down. As Super a quarterback. hard. Yeah. And if he loses a playoff game. That is going to be the freshest memory in everybody's mind, and you wonder how much that will factor into whether Trey Lance gets a chance to win the job back. But I would think Trey Lance has to win the job back in order to get it. See, I'm okay with that, too, because ultimately if Trey Lance is the better quarterback, he will win out, and so he'll be the one that Kyle Shanahan chooses to start. Some of the quotes in here are perhaps the most interesting part of of this story. Uh one portion it says when we talked a few days after Purdy first subbed in for Garoppolo on December fourth, Trent Williams and Trent Williams is 
maybe the most athletic offensive guard. Although he did tackle. get pu- excuse me, offensive tackle. Although he did get pummeled by his own player uh, during that last. <laughs> he <game>. did. <laughs> he did. Um, Trent Williams even suggested that Purdy was sort of like the elephant in the room during training camp, just clearly on everybody's radar. In some ways, I don't think Purdy really even needed to jump the playoff hurdle for most of the 49ers locker room. He was already the guy before Saturday. See, it's easy. Is it's that, really- his, that seems like that's his opinion. Yeah, and if he's saying it, I'm going to listen because he doesn't say stuff like that, okay, Trent Williams. Okay. He doesn't well, say Well, I'm not talking crazy- about Trent Williams. Trent Williams. Oh. That part, that last part oh. came from... Kawakami. Kawakami. Now, I like his writing. He's been a Bay Area writer for a very long time, but he is kind of a clickbait artist. So mm. I feel like this is where the clickbait came uh, into this. Uh, I mean, Trent Debo Williams, Samuel though. says uh, he knew something was different when Brock Purdy called timeout. Apparently, uh, head coach Kyle Shanahan doesn't play that. Like, he doesn't want you calling timeouts. He'll call the timeouts. Yeah. Uh, the fact that Purdy <laughs> called it on his own kind of raised the antenna. He wasn't working with Skylar Thompson on Sunday. <laughs> Every Skyler other play was, was a timeout. He was using them, wasn't he? If the Dolphins would have been given 12 timeouts in the second <laughs> half, they would have used 12 timeouts. And by the way, that was already a four-hour game. It, it was. was. A long it was game. so long. One of the longest games I've ever seen, and had it gone into overtime, who knows You know how much longer it could have gone. That yeah. game took forever. Why did it? I mean, what is there looking back on it? What what happened? There I think was no the final injury delay. There was no the major... final two minutes of the first half took a really long time to close out. It was there was reviews, there was, was discussions. I mean, there... Four hours for a regulation game that's that's quite lengthy. It did seem like they were up against the the, the, yeah. the play clock. And it was, like one, of every, the, it was one of the weird times where I had to watch a game pretty much live because I was leaving. <laughs> that's probably why it felt long for you. Flight. Well, that kept looking over my shoulder. My clock is behind me, and I kept looking over. And going, How is this game not over yet? <laughs> it's already 2 o'clock, and they're still futzing around out here. Ooh, and by it. the way, I wanted to Scared point me. out, because I, I, just... I don't watch games in live action and hear a lot. It was refreshing again to hear Tony Romo. I hadn't really heard in a while. He was really good in the game. He and Jim Nance both did their level best when they came on the air to sell that as a game worth watching. You know, Jim, this is the third meeting, and the Dolphins have played the – this is going to be a good game. And Jim's like, oh, I think you're right, Tony. And I'm like, well, what else are they going to say? This is going to be a terrible <laughs> Turn game. the channel. And then Don't was, watch us. Yeah, when it was 17 nothing, they were trying to hang in there. Tony Romo but they said – turned out being right. Tony Romo is really still very smart. He is. There. He is. And I like his personality because he's kind of – he doesn't care that he kind of comes off like a dork sometimes. But he also says a lot of random stuff. That I'm not, I'm like, what You're is he talking about? Of... He says a lot. This he, is the he, game. This he, is it. This is the game. He says that a lot. He does, do, yeah. he does do that. Album. Jim, watch out. This is the game. <laughs> he does do that. Uh, all right. Well, uh, hopefully uh, Brock Purdy can solidify himself as a QB. Hey, one. you win the Super Bowl, Brock Purdy? You are the quarterback of the San Francisco Fires. And according to- what if he doesn't? Then we, then mean, we have a quarterback competition. According to our boss Adam Kluke, uh, <laughs> that is the that is the formula. You got to have a quarterback on a rookie pay scale. He certainly qualifies for that. He definitely does. So definitely, we'll, does. we'll see how it goes uh, this weekend. All right, let's step away, take a break. When we come back, the Big Five is on the way. There was a a, a team in the National League West that got an A grade on their off season. Hmm. I wonder who it was. We'll explain when we come back. Colorado Rocky. <laughs> Going to turn back the uh, clock here just for a second. Scraby, I know you love it when I do it. Come back 
I haven't heard that in a while. I haven't yeah, either. It's been a little while. Uh, the first three-point shot ever made in an NBA game was put in in the 1979-80 season. Do you know who is credited with making that very first? The first what? Three-pointer ever made in an NBA game. That's kind of a tough trivia that's, that's back there. Yeah, the guy's name, well, you're not going to like this because he played for the Celtics. Uh, Chris Ford is his oh, name. Yeah. He passed away oh, yeah, today I knew that. at yeah. the age of 74. Did he really? You didn't have to know that for me to point that out. No, That's I knew. Okay. No, no, I knew that he yeah. had the three-pointer because it's been a question before. He was the first guy credited with making the league's first three-point shot. He passed away at the age of 74. Ford was a player on the 1981 championship Boston Celtics team, went on to coach the Celtics. With the four play of uh, playoff appearances as their head coach, I uh, he was either the assistant or the head. Co- I think he was the assistant during the great Celtic Laker magical rivalry games of the mid '80s. I think Casey Jones was the head coach of the Celtics then. Yes, yeah. Chris Ford was right there on the bench with him and playing uh, right at the end of his career. Uh, anyway, passed away at the age of seventy-four. So I just thought I'd mention he uh, is a historic uh, part of the. Uh, of the NBA. In that, in that first season, Chris Ford made a total of 73 three-point shots. They make, what now, 11 a game, these guys? A lot. A lot. Yeah, they make a lot of threes. Quite a few. Yeah. All right. I saw, anyway. I saw a record somebody set in college of, a, of attempted three-pointers. Oh, Grinnell College. Grinnell College. Yes, that's the, t- that's the, the college where the kids got a... A 120-point game about three or four years ago. Do you remember this at all? I Does don't, ring a bell? that's a lot. I'll look it up while we're tearing some traffic and getting ready for the Big Five. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, you are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. 
It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. This hour on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Pfizer. When temperatures drop, COVID-19 cases may rise. So if you test positive and are at risk, act fast, even if your symptoms feel mild. Ask a provider if an authorized oral treatment could be right for you. Visit TreatCOVID19.com, sponsored by Pfizer. Chris, did you find his name? I did. Uh, Grinnell College is in uh, Grinnell, Iowa. Mm. And uh, the guy by the name of Jack Taylor November of 2012 set the NCAA scoring record with, get this, 138 points in a 179-104 to 104 victory over Faith Baptist Bible College. I remember that year Faith Baptist was a little weak on defense. <laughs> Jack Taylor shot 27 of 71 from behind the arc. In Wait, one say game, that one game one more time. He shot 27 for 71. 71, 71 threes. Three-point attempts. He took 108 shots total. I don't that's, even know how that's crazy. possible. That's ridiculous. Taylor went on to score 109 points in a game the following season. So he did it twice. And uh, Grinnell College just got into the news again because, as Tony said, they, they tried a total, I believe, of zero two-point shots yeah. in the whole game. Every attempt Every, they took was for three. three. Everybody so. who came in the game got one up. Yeah, at least. See, see, that scoring 100-something points like that isn't as impressive to me when you're throwing up 71 What's shots. What's more impressive, Will Chamberlain standing right next to the basket against people four feet tall that's, that's and dunking true. it in? That is also true. At least it was a professional game. That's true. No, I, I'm not trying to take anything away from Will, but... Sounds like you are. He was a little physically superior <laughs> to like his opponents. <laughs> he was. He was. All right. Let's get into the big five. Number five. As Tony mentioned, one of the teams in the CBS Sports offseason grades got an A. I will tell you who that is in just a second, but I think you all know who it is. Um, let's start with what the Giants and the Dodgers both got. They got F grades for their offseason so far. I mean, the Giants... That is uh, bad because you know they had the, the the likes of Carlos Correa in their in their organization. That didn't happen. They also had the likes of Arson Judge for about two two minutes or so. Uh, that oh, didn't Arson happen. Judge, old Arson Judge. Yes, yeah. Arson Judge. It's never gonna get old. It's never I gonna get old. Forgot about Arson. Our old Arson. Arson Judge to the Giants. But the Giants had a, they got an F. The Dodgers got an F. Diamondbacks got a B plus. The Rockies a C minus. And the Padres were an A. How is that possible? The Rockies got anything higher than an F themselves. Uh, Who did the Rockies sign? Nobody. <laughs> uh, sorry, Pierce Johnson. I'm oh, yeah. trying to disparage our friend Pierce Johnson. No. That's not enough to get you <laughs> he out said of the nobody. F category. Nobody. Uh, so they were explaining that the reason the Padres got an A, because signing Xander Bogarts, Nelson Cruz, and Matt Carpenter was a good move to stabilize the team. So, Chris, what grade would you give the Padres for the offseason. Well, even in the face of all of those naysayers out there, I would give an A. Really? And there's, yes, I would. Why would why I would, not? How, yeah, they can't get what anything did they, better What did they need to do to get higher? No. Uh, another starting lower? pitcher. No. Uh, come on. You, you got Xander Bogart. Nobody was thinking that that was the route that they were going to go. And not only did you get Xander Bogart, you were in on Judge, you were in on, who was the other one? Trey Turner. Trey Turner. 
You're not you everyone. Got, you got Suarez. You got Martinez. You got Lugo. You signed Nelson Cruz for a bargain. For a million bucks. A million bucks. It's nothing That's for him. You know what? Uh, next week, I'm gonna have to try to bring up Lar- bring up Arson Larson or Arson Ar- Arson? Arson Judge. Are you I, doing a podcast? I, still, with John I, I did with him this morning, and that's what made me laugh because I was like, "Man, I could have could have brought that it out. up." We were that's talking hilarious. about you know the grades for some teams, and we could have that could have got an Arson. You know, they did <laughs> sign Arson Judge to that huge contract. Oh, that's never gonna be not funny no, to me. Not. But uh, all right, both of you guys give it an A. I'm gonna give them an A as well. Four. Well, you <laughs> seem critical of us giving him an A. I was about to say, how you don't give him an A when you I was trying critical. to make uh, critical thinking over there for you guys. I'm so. going to give him an A. What? <laughs> yeah, I'll give him an A, too. <laughs> the Florida Gators appear to have lost a top recruit due to a name, image, and likeness deal falling through. Quarterback recruit Jaden Rashada requested it. Requested. Requested. it. Requested. <laughs> oh, no. We'll take that on tape, please. Requested. Mark that. Mark it. <laughs> requested a release from his national letter of intent on That's almost as yesterday. bad as excuse me. No, it's not. <laughs> I think it is. No, it's, it's up not. there. Request me? Requested? <laughs> yes. That's, that's got to be in the running. I, the, I said requested. That's, that's at the top. That's <laughs> okay. at the top. It's at least 1B. <laughs> requested. <laughs> Rashada's commitment to the Gators was contingent on a four-year, $13 million NIL deal he signed with the Gator Collective, according to the AP. The Gator Collective is a, quote, bunch of losers. No, I'm just kidding. Fan club that connects athletes. I just took a shot for no reason. Uh, I'll get serious now. Quote, fan club that connects athletes with fans while allowing the athletes to earn compensation for their name, image, and likeness. On December 7th, he reportedly received a letter from the head of the the collective wishing to terminate the deal catching the Florida football program off guard, and he is now wanting to go elsewhere. Tony, he comes into your courtroom. How are you ruling? Is he allowed to go, or does he have to stay? If he comes into my courtroom, I'm going to have to take into account the, the new wild, wild west in which is not governed, otherwise known as NIL and portals. And so uh, portal. as I uh, hear the facts of this case... I would have to let him out. Mm. I mean, he came to the school, it sounds like, contingent on a... This, we ain't talking about little money here. We're talking about a four-year, $17 million. 13. A, $13 million. Dollars. That means, does it matter? It's 14, it's 13, 17 million. It's a lot of money. It's a lot for a incoming freshman in college. Yeah. Um, but this is now the uh, world that we live in until there is something that governs these type of situations. So, yes, I would have to let him out. Chris, what's your ruling? Uh, my ruling is uh, that for every action, there is an equal and opposite mm-hmm. reaction. And uh, what I'm referring to there is for all of the good and all of the benefits of having the NIL in place, there are going to be situations like this that pop up. And I have to agree with Tony. I mean, it's ungoverned right now. You can't just put in a rule and... I don't think you can make anybody do anything. Right, at this point. I'm not really a fan of that. So, I mean, if you're going to the school based on, you know, some sort of deal that the school promised you, uh, i got to say that, you know. Should they grant his request? and war. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder, I wonder, because you would think as you start this process, you're, as Florida, right, and you're recruiting this kid, you're going in with that organization, like, 
as a piece of your your it, your what's the word on pitch? Your pitch, right? Yeah. And it is weird now that they, you, 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 and the, it, the fact that the football team was the football program was caught off guard by it. Yeah, they don't want their guy going anywhere. You wonder, you wonder what happened there. Yeah, something. Did somebody's happened. projection not come out quite right when it was all said and done? Possibly, because it does seem. I mean, I, I'm sure the kid is very talented, but I've I don't know anything about him. No, and there's that much money in Florida Gator football alone that they'd be able to pay him 13 million dollars over four years, and they haven't even been that good lately. That's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> That, but that also can, can explain like how much money is actually out there. That is true. That is true. I'm sorry for calling out uh, Ford Gators fans losers. I just wanted to say that. Number three. I didn't uh, hear that. I only heard requested. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did talk about Brock Purdy just a second ago, so I'm going to spare you all the information on that. But Trey Lance, uh, he put up something on his Instagram story. That has 49ers fans speculating like crazy. The Titans hired a new GM, Ran Carthen. He posted on his story a picture of Carthen and put, this is Trey Lance, and put some fingers crossed emojis. You know, in the past, he has uh, he has sent well wishes to colleagues and teammates, but amid the everything that's going on with Lamar Jackson and the Brock Purdy situation, fingers crossed message may actually be him saying he wants to go to the Titans. You have no proof of this whatsoever. <laughs> You're right. So, Chris, is it a cryptic message or a well wish? Well, or ugh, cryptic message or well wishes to a friend? It is well wishes to a friend, and this is your TMZ story for the week. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I don't see anything here other than uh, wishing a guy good luck. The guy worked in the 49ers front office. Trey Lance obviously knew him, wants him to do well. He's so also got a, a much of a decision-making reaction. ability there in Tennessee now. So, well, well, you know, you Trey know, Lance may need a job, but I don't think he's going to put it on Instagram that he hopes he can go there. <laughs> Chris is right. Yeah, I believe he was the head of like he was the head of scouting, wasn't he? Yeah, he so, was one of those guys. So he, was he probably was the dude that had Trey Lance mm, circled on the board. So I'm sure maybe he brought him in. I'm sure they're they're pretty tight. A. Eh? Um, yeah, I don't think this is anything. I think this is him wishing a friend good luck. Uh, it doesn't hurt to, you know. But the minute that Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl, he may want to post another Instagram with some more fingers crossed. Right. He should. <laughs> this guy. He should. He should. I, no, I, I agree with you guys. This is much ado about nothing. The clickbait uh, title got me, and then I saw the actual no. post. I saw the actual post, and it was just him. I don't know. I don't know what crossing fingers is well and how that works as well wishes, but anyway, we're not going to go down this road. Number two. Todd Bowles' first season as Buccaneers head coach did not go very well. The loss to the Cowboys on Monday Night Football was a fitting way to sum up their subpar season, and Bowles did do an interview on a radio station yesterday, and when talking about the kicking game, he threw his kicker right under the bus. Uh, Ryan Suckup. So he said, quote, Ryan was very efficient this year, but we've got to be able to kick longer field goals than we've kicked. I think we've got to get past 47 yards, be able to kick from 50, 55 yards as well. Uh, that's the end quote. Ryan Suckup was just two for seven on field goals 50 yards or longer this season. The worst in the NFL among 24 kickers who attempted at least five from 50 plus. Uh, the average length of those seven that he attempted was only 52 yards. So I didn't know this, but Ryan Suckup not a very distant, not a kicker from distance. Tony, in your opinion, what is the state of kicking in the NFL? Well, I think the state of kicking is more fluid than it's ever been in the history of kicking. 
They're already going to bench the Cowboy <laughs> guy. I mean, I think kicking has always been, you know, a fluid situation. But ever since the extra point got moved back, it has really changed things, I think, for kickers. You could get away with basically knocking down that extra point for all year. You might miss a few field goals here and there. And you might be able to maybe skate by. It may not seem as big of a deal, but now with the extra points missing, I mean, listen, my man in, in Dallas missed four of them. He's got a, a dude who hadn't, I don't know if he's played for a team all year, on his <laughs> squad right now in the playoffs they went and did this. So I would say it's more fluid than ever. Chris, what is the state of kicking in the NFL right now? I'm just going to go a little different angle than Tony. I think that uh, kicking in the NFL is as good as it's ever been, if not far better. Maybe so. Uh, these guys from 50 yards plus are nails, and that's why Ryan Suckup is getting some criticism here. You can't go two for seven outside 50 yards anymore. you got to go six for seven from outside 50 yards. Yeah. And I think that the NFL over the next couple of years has to seriously consider narrowing the goalposts. Because I don't think every t- I, I don't think every time a team crosses the opponent forty yard line, that should be worth three points. And that's what kickers have turned this into now. You get inside the forty, they're going to try a field goal, and these guys are going to make it more times than not. So, I don't know. Do you want to reward three points for just picking up two first downs on a drive? I think the NFL has to think about it. I know that they don't ever want to put a rule in to take away scoring. Yeah. But I just don't know how fair it is if a team takes over on the 35, throws one pass, and they're automatically in field goal range. But these kickers are that good. They are that good. And uh, But Ryan Suckup needs to figure out how to get a little bit more distance yeah, on does. his kicks if he wants to stay with the team. One. With last Saturday's come-from-behind win over the Chargers, not only did Jags quarterback Trevor Lawrence, uh, was he able to extend his unbeaten streak on Saturdays, uh, do you guys know about this? He has never lost a football game from high school to the pros on a Saturday, and here he is being asked about it earlier this week. I thought it was. Didn't have much to Sometime say. Sometime this week. <laughs> it is what it is. I don't really think about that. I think about we got to win this game to keep going, to keep playing, to keep our season alive. So that's what I think about. So trying to go 38-0 if you want to put it that way. But, you know, about the that streak or whatever – just kind of, honestly kind of a coincidence that, you know, I've had Saturday games on all three levels. But, I mean, yeah, let's let's keep that going. That means we're, that means we're playing again next week. So um, that's, the, that's the plan. I'm becoming a very big Trevor Lawrence Me fan. Me too. Uh, Chris, I was already first. a fan because who his head coach was last year, but now I'm, I'm even more of a yeah, fan. Yeah, me too. Uh, they play the Chiefs this Saturday. We'll see if the streak continues. Chris, do you think secretly he cares about the streak? Of course not. Oh, I thought you were going to say, of course. No, and I would like to know who started keeping track of this when he was in (laughs) high school. A reporter, I'm sure. Did they honestly know that he was going to go on to the college and then the NFL and be able to call the Jags and go, you know, he was 4-0 in high school, (laughs) so you might want to add that to the streak. I'm just saying, how many Saturday games are played in high school? Are most of them Friday night? He's probably from one of those towns that everything shuts down. Uh, Tony, yeah, uh, do you think no, he actually I don't, cares? I don't think he cares. I, the answer he gave is probably the truth. All right. I know, Scrape, you wanted something else. I think he does kind of care a little bit because that is kind of cool. Oh, it's he's cool, never lost but on a Saturday. he would be much cooler care. to win the game ah, against no, the Chiefs, even no. though it is on a Saturday. All right, that's it for the Big Five. We'll get, come back here soon on 97.3 The 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.